Amen. You may take a seat. You may take a seat. Um, welcome to Regeneration. If we have not met, my name is Jermaine Harrison, and I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from legalism, control, people-pleasing, and a critical spirit. Hey, great to be here, guys. Um, I've been around here on staff at Watermark since around 2014, and I've served in different roles um, on the Watermark students team over the years and currently serve as a, the students director. And it is a privilege to get to guide future generations to follow Jesus and be the church. Tonight I'm going to continue on in our series that we've been going through on emotions and I'm going to be talking specifically about fear and anxiety and how we are to respond to it. And so here's how I'm going to start. Every single one of us experiences fear and anxiety. But only some people experience the cure. Every single one of us experience fear and anxiety, but only some of us experience the cure. In a room this size... There has to be, I believe, individuals who are walking through seasons or things right now in your life that are um, causing you fear or, or making you anxious. Some of you might be afraid of being hurt in a dating relationship or friendship. Some of you might be anxious about losing your job or about losing your health. Some of you might be anxious as you compare yourself to your peers and, and feel like maybe you're not living up or measuring up to where you should be at this point in life. Maybe you're afraid or anxious about losing a loved one or losing your own health. Maybe you're afraid or anxious about how, how others might receive you or respond to you if you were truly open and honest about your struggles. Now those, that list of examples was really easy to put together because at some point in my life, in recent memory, in recent years, in recent months and weeks, I can identify with some feeling of fear and anxiety. And I'm sure you can too. Life gives us many reasons um, to be anxious and to be afraid. But anxiety and fear, I have great news for every one of you. Anxiety and fear do not have to rule you. And they do not have to ruin your life. There is a remedy for our fear and for our anxiety. And so for the next few moments, we're going to look at uh, this idea of what to do when you're fearful or anxious. What to do when you're fearful or anxious. So I want to invite you to turn in your Bible, if you have one, to Matthew chapter 14. So okay, if you don't have one, we'll also have um, those verses that we're going to read up on the screen. Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 23. And just to give you the context, Jesus had just performed an amazing miracle where he took five loaves and two fish and multiplied it for thousands upon thousands of men, women, and children to be able to be fed while they were out in the wilderness under his teaching. He had performed this amazing miracle. And then we see this story that we're about to read that highlights how we can respond to our fear and our anxiety. Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 23. says this, Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. And when evening came, he was there alone. But the boat 
by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and they said, it is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, or since it is you, as some translations have it, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. And when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, oh, you of little faith. Why did you doubt? And when they got back into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the Son of God. So in the next few moments, I'm going to share with you four steps that you can take um, to respond to the fear and anxiety in your life. But I just want to say that in a room this size with people from all walks of life and different experiences, um, different parts of this message might be more relevant to you than others. As you're walking in with something that you're afraid of or something that is causing you anxiety and stress in your life, I encourage you to ask yourself the question, what part of this, this message, this devotional, can I apply to my life? That might be entrusting your life in the first place to Jesus as your Savior or it might be putting into practice one of these helpful steps um, for when you're fearful or afraid. And so I'm going to give you the four steps that, that we see from this text, and we're going to talk through them really quickly. All right, so four steps to take when you're fearful or afraid. Remember who is in charge. Expect Jesus to be near. Step out in faith and turn your eyes to Jesus. Remember who's in charge. Expect Jesus to be near. Step out in faith and turn your eyes to Jesus. So the first one is remember who's in charge. And we get that from verses 22 through 24 of Matthew chapter 14. Remember, Jesus had performed this miracle and he sent the disciples on this journey from one side of the Sea of Galilee to the next while he stayed behind to dismiss the crowds and to pray. And so the first observation that we need to make is that the person that sent them on this journey knew what lay ahead for them. Jesus, the one who was in charge, was the one that sent them into this storm. So that should even bring us great comfort to know that the Savior of the world, your Savior and mine, he is the one who is in charge of the circumstances in your life right now, in this very moment, that might be causing you um, fear or anxiety. And so he sends them out on this journey knowing that they were going to experience this storm. And so here's a, the application point I want to encourage you with from, from this segment. Some of you are in a storm right now that's causing you fear, that's causing you anxiety. And it has nothing to do with the, the choices that you've made. Maybe you've, you're even walking in complete obedience as best as you know how to walk with Jesus. And you find yourself in a circumstance that's fearful or anxiety causing. And for some of you, you're in a storm right now that's difficult and causing you fear and anxiety. And it has everything to do with your decisions. 
or choices. And wherever you land on that spectrum, I have great news. In either case, God uses storms. God uses the circumstances in your life that may cause you fear, that may cause you anxiety for his glory and for your good. And we'll see how that plays itself out in this story. So remember who's in charge. Not you, not your own strength, not your own doing, but God who loves you and sees you and knows you. Number two, the next step to take when you're fearful or afraid is to expect Jesus to be near. Expect Jesus to be near. And so as we read in verses 25 through 27, um, they're out on the water. There's this huge storm happening. These fishermen who are professionals are terrified for their lives. And in the midst of that moment, they see someone doing what no human being has ever done in the history of the world. In the middle of a storm, Jesus comes to them. In the middle of the night, around 3 a.m., he comes to them walking on the water. And he comes with an incredible message, a message of hope, a message of peace, a message for you in this room right now. He says to them, take heart. It is I. Do not be afraid. Isn't it interesting that Jesus doesn't just walk out on the water and immediately stop the storm? Jesus comes to them and instead brings his presence and offers them peace. I know if I was in the middle of a storm where I was potentially about to drown, Jesus, great, I'm glad you're here. Can you fix this problem, please? And that's probably how we even view the circumstances in our life right now that are causing us fear or causing us to be anxious. Jesus, I'm glad you're here, bro, but can you help? Can you do something? And Jesus is giving us the most important thing that you can have in the midst of uh, fear or anxiety causing situations. His presence. He means to bring you peace. In this moment, right now, where you are, wherever you've been, whatever you've done, wherever you're coming from, whatever you're experiencing, Jesus means to bring you peace. And so expect Jesus to be near. Number three, the third step you can take um, when you're experiencing fear or anxiety is to step out in faith. Step out in faith. So let's go back to the story. The storm is going on. They're in this boat. They're nervous for their lives. Jesus is walking on the water towards them and he gives them his presence and his peace by saying, take heart. It is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter and the other 12 disciples are in the boat and they all hear the exact same message, right? And Peter is the only one. He's like, bet. If Jesus is here and he's saying, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid, I'm coming to him. And so he says, God, if it is you, since it is you, let me come to you on the water. Let me step out in faith. And so Jesus invites Peter out and he does what no other human being has ever done or will ever do again. Peter also walks on water because he steps out in faith. I've heard it said that faith is acting like God is telling the truth. Faith is acting like God is telling the truth. And so in that moment, Peter seeing Jesus and hearing him offer peace with his presence says, can I come to you? And Jesus invites him to come. And the challenge for you and I is, man, are we truly um, allowing ourselves to, to live a life that is marked by stepping out in faith? Let me encourage you really quickly. Even by being here tonight, in this very moment, you are taking a step of faith. 
because you know that there's something that isn't as it should be in your life. It isn't quite right. It might be fear, it might be anxiety, it might be something completely different. But I want to encourage you, just by being here tonight, maybe for the first time, or maybe you've been here for months and months, you're acting like God is telling the truth. Keep going. So we don't know if the other disciples ever really responded in the way Peter did, but you and I have his example to live our lives off of. That in the midst of a situation that's scary, that's causing us anxiety, that we would step out in faith, acting like God is telling the truth in offering his presence and his peace. Lastly, the fourth step to take um, if you're experiencing fear and anxiety is to turn your eyes to Jesus. To turn your eyes to Jesus. So remember, Peter is out here chilling. He's walking on water. It's storming all around him, but he's strolling on water. And as we read in verses 30 and 31, for, for a split second maybe, he takes his eyes off of Jesus and he begins to look around at the wind. He begins to look around at this difficult circumstance and he becomes afraid and he begins to sink. And you know what Jesus does? Jesus gives him a lecture. He's like, bro, why'd you, why'd you stop looking at me? Look at you, you're sinking now. You're tough. Like he doesn't. That's not what he does. It says that Jesus immediately reaches down and grabs his hand and pulls him back up. And we have to imagine that there are waves from the boat. And so Jesus pulls him out of the water and Peter refocuses his vision on Jesus. And then they together walk towards the boat. I love that picture of God's grace. That even in those moments when we fall short, even in those moments where when we step out in faith, we get distracted by the things that are causing us fear and anxiety, and that he's patient with us and he's gracious with us. And then we see lastly in verses 32 and 33, they walked together to the boat and the wind ceased once they got into the boat. So to wrap, wrap up, man, Jesus wasn't just there to remove the problem from their life, the anxiety-causing or fearful situation. He came to give them his presence and his peace. That was the most important and essential thing that they could have gotten in that moment. And so Jesus isn't promising you that your life is going to be fixed or by being a part of regeneration, every, every problem that you experience is going to go away. But you're going to have his presence. You're going to have his peace. The question is, will you take to heart that encouragement? Take heart. It is I. Do not be afraid. Because everyone experiences fear and anxiety. Everyone. All of us. But only some people experience the cure. Only some people experience the cure. And I pray that every single one of you would experience that cure. When you're experiencing fear and anxiety, to be someone that remembers who's in charge, that expects Jesus to be near, um, that steps out in faith, um, and, that, and that, that, that trusts that God is, what am, I, what am I saying here? What's my last one? Turn your eyes to Jesus. There you go. Turn your eyes to Jesus. I'm going to invite in a moment my friend Melanie Collins to come up and share how she has turned her eyes to Jesus um, in her life. And so would you welcome her up with me?